Welcome to Lightsaber Radio, your weekly hive of scum and villainy for anything and everything Star Wars. Hi, everybody. What's this happening? Week's, this week's Hothbreaker. I'm so excited for this one. Oh, God. Right. You've no, decided to start a new career adventure in the Star Wars universe, and music is your passion. It's time to start a jizz band. What's the name of your band and your first album? Jizz Whackers. <laughs> 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 and the name of my album would be In That Dark Place. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That, that, you know, that's that's definitely a vibe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't even know. That's the worst part. Oh. <laughs> that is something I have never thought about or put my mind on. That's well, you gotta good. got to think about it now. Um, the Chiswackers In A Dark Place. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, oh Jesus. I don't know. I, I I was thinking about this and I, I really I really feel like it has to be a pun on jizz. It has to be, otherwise what's the point? The Jizzies <laughs> first <laughs> album XOXO lots of jizz. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, World Fan Bar? Oh wow. Oh, I think I think my first album would be named um, Jizz Hits, The Greatest Hits. Um, and oh, a band name. Oh, I should have thought about this beforehand. I haven't got no puns. Mm. I... The Jizz Tits, no. The Jizz Tits. <laughs> yeah. There you go, bust that. <laughs> jizz, and the name of the album is I Like It On My Face. Oh, <laughs> Tatooine wind and fire. What's going on, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call Jizz 69. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, CJ. What, what is I yours? Think, I'm honestly, honestly, I couldn't think of anything. I still can't. Tell you what, we'll move on and we'll come back. Oh, we're going to come back to this. I'm not going to be thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we got some exciting things to announce today. We got a whole new segment that's coming out. Everybody's been wanting it. So we decided that that's what we're going to do. We're going to give it to you guys. And we're going to give you all some hellified stories that come along with it. I, I got some things in my head. We're excited. We have also got five more bracket pairs to go through, which I'm excited about. Oh, God, man. I don't like it because we had to kill off Bane already, man. Bane is gone. It's that just terrible. Also, Garrison isn't with us because he's at Galaxy's Edge. Hey, somebody message him and tell him to come on live on his phone. <laughs> Shit. If I yeah, can I'm do about... it in a car, he can do it at Galaxy's Edge. I'm like about to message him right now. I'm about to message him. Like, come on live. You got your phone. <laughs> hey, but they, I don't know. This is like it's been a long time since I've been to Galaxy's Edge, but I ain't been there in what four years, three years, four years, something like that. But I couldn't get no cell phone signal when I was there. I think that they have jammers because they don't want people to be sending out shit. I, 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 I do so. I'm telling you, we're gonna go. We're gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure out a way to go. Oh, 
But I forgot to tell y'all earlier, and I, I guess I need to bring this up. Everybody, y'all gonna be getting a lot of damn uh, shit popping up on your YouTube videos because I did a Google ad campaign for the podcast. Yeah, so it's gonna be a shit ton of damn commercials for lightsaber <laughs> radio coming up. I know we got like a shit ton of views on the video that I picked. I put I picked the Bubble Fat video, so we had a shit ton of views on it. I only did it yesterday, and I was like, holy shit! I woke up this morning, there was like 183 more uh, I'm views sorry, on the Bubble Fat video. So I guess it's working. I don't know. Oh my god! Name. I have a bad name. <laughs> oh my god! It's got 200. Have... Go ahead. Java's love. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the um, let's see, and I couldn't think of an album an album name. I think Jabba's Love because you wouldn't expect it to be a jizz band. You'd think True. it'd just be Jabba. So that's how you lead in. That's how you lead into it, right? You go in, you think you're gonna run into a hut. Mm-hmm. Nope, mm-hmm. jizz band. Boom, smack in the face. Jizz everywhere. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the day. Hey, that's the album name. Jizz everywhere. Boom. Make a joke, turn into an album cover. Yeah. Oh my god, that Boba Fett video has like 205 views. I made that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's another I'm... thing. Everybody, for the people that like wonder why the hell we started off at like whatever the lives was, what was we like 18 or something like that was the first live or 17, whatever. We had a whole bunch of episodes before that. We just yeah. don't have video content. So I'm going to put them up like the first, like whatever before that. I'm going to get them up. So everybody can go back and listen to our previous videos from the very beginning and see how you know crazy it was at the very beginning until we got to know each other a little bit better. <laughs> but well, I'm gonna post those. Um, I'm just trying to find some like some pictures or something to put in the background so you guys ain't just staring at you know some just random crap. Trying to make I've, I've been trying to think about something good. So as soon as I get it up, I'm gonna get all those up on the YouTube channel. Um, they probably won't be on Twitch and all the rest of it, but they'll at least be on the YouTube. I am excited. We've come so far. I can't believe we've nearly done 30 episodes. Yeah, you got to figure It's almost been half a year. <laughs> what? Yeah, because you got to figure there's 52 weeks in a year. And we're at like, what is this, 23, 24? Yeah, this is 23. Gosh. Yeah. I am I am so grateful that we've we've put the effort in and that we have this. It, honestly, I can't express how much it means to me. Like I, I love you guys so much. This is I so mean, much other fun. Than, other than waking up early sometimes. I mean, day off, I, I have no complaints. I couldn't have picked a better group of friends to you know do this with. And that's so honestly, sweet. Bless you. I'm not trying to be a kiss ass. I'm being serious. Like, <laughs> the girl, the girlfriend can only handle so much of the Star Wars I talk about. Because, like, I've been watching a lot of things the last couple of days. Get so yourself like, a new girlfriend. No, she loves Star Wars <laughs> and she deals I'm with joking. my shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> very hard to find. I am not. If she doesn't person. like Star Wars, what are you she, doing? <laughs> she loves Star Wars. She loves Darth Maul. She loves Jar Jar, which I think that's where I question her. Queen, I love her. She's, we were, she's, we were, she's, she's, we she's regained my respect. We were watching, we were watching Attack of the Clones yesterday and she's popped off and I'm like, look, Jar Jar's talking. He's fucking up the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at me. She's like, how dare you? And I'm like, if it, it's all his fault, it is all his fault. If he wouldn't have gave Palpatine immediate power, this wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying. What if we yeah. would have, what if Qui-Gon would have let him die? This shit would have never happened. This is Sydney's point. We've been together for like four years. I didn't get her into Star Wars until last year, but I made her sit and watch all of it. Hey, Sydney, uh, you just like you just lost a lot of respect of one year. You, you gotta get more time. You ain't even allowed to talk about Star Wars no more. You 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 ain't got no time in. You gotta have years of dedication and time before you're allowed to talk to Star Wars. Years. 
years. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this this isn't just this isn't just and the messed up thing about it. Fucking lifestyle. <laughs> And this is the messed up part. She probably knows more than both of us already. <laughs> yeah, she does. She does actually. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh now, now she says she's unsubscribing. Yeah, she says she's unsubscribing. Oh. And that's that. <laughs> you can't unsubscribe. You're part of the family. <laughs> you can't unsubscribe from the family. It doesn't work that way. Dave's staring at judgment. Lots of judgment. <laughs> he does not look impressed. <laughs> <laughs> she said watch me <laughs> I'm hurting you know we love you Sydney we love you it's alright we're just messing with you we're not being serious I am going to kick us off with a couple of these brackets even if we don't do all five right now because okay. we're hyped and we're having fun and I particularly enjoy these okay before you get started Garrison said that he's still standing in line they haven't opened yet oh bless him so he oh, said as soon as he gets inside he'll try to get to us or whatever it is. It says Aww. not yet. It hasn't opened. I'm still in line. Oh, bless it. <laughs> we wanted to let everyone know that we cut out the live footage of Galaxy's Edge. It won't make any sense without the video. So if you want to hear that part of the show, go to Lightsaber Radio on YouTube. You will be able to watch the video there. We will put a link to that video in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. That was dope. And we didn't couple have cut to out do that. It took 20 minutes, but I was totally okay with doing it for another hour. Cobble Cutout Cosplay is a buddy, a cosplay buddy of mine. Hi, Simon. He says, I think I would cry making a saber too. See, he gets it. It's just I would it's too. emotional, man. It's emotional. To build your own lightsaber. I just don't uh, think that they would have the parts that I would want. I would want a lightsaber that I would want it, I would so want it to do so much shit. I didn't get to do it when I was there. We didn't get to do it because I got rushed kind of. So I didn't get to do it. So I got to go back so I can build a lightsaber. I know it's so sad. I'm depressed now. We'll get there, guys. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get there. Trust me on that. I don't know. So, like, uh, Tori's kids. So, Phoenix Phoenix was born in May. She was born on Star Wars Day. <gasps> and we were trying to decide whether we wanted to, you know, May the 4th is on a Wednesday. I was thinking that weekend, because her birthday is before and Phoenix's is before, and then mine's after. We were thinking right in the middle of that, we'd go. And honestly... Hi, hi. I, I, I'm gonna say hi. I saw my name. Um, we were thinking about going and doing that, and I was like, I want to go during celebration. And she's like, What? Yeah, I'm like, I want to go during Star Wars celebration. She didn't know what that was, and I had to explain it to her. And I think she might want to do that instead. I don't know. I don't the, think the kids way. will understand. I'm like, the kids will understand. It's Star Wars. <laughs> her son is named Cassie. Cardboard cutout cosplay tells all of us, Hi, hi, cardboard cutout. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. If you just joined in, I'm sorry because you just missed out on the whole immersed video like a of Garrison, uh, a, vi a video of Galaxy's Edge live in Galaxy's Edge. It was dope. All right. Did Garrison so. get pointed out for a mask? That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was quick to say that. No mask. Like, oh, wow. All right. Real quick, let's hear from our sponsor. I received in the Empire, I have all the skills I need to make it in the real world. The Empire GI Bill helped me finish school. Hey, wait up! And I met my wife in the service. We had our honeymoon on Alderaan. Good thing we took pictures, huh? <laughs> the Empire. Chasing rebel scum. Killing Luke's aunt and uncle. Telling people to move along. The Empire. Our ships are big triangles. <laughs> 
So we are sponsored today by the Empire. Of course. And Family Guy, because that shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to move on to the new segment of the show. Let me, let, let me get prepared because I got to do another crap because I was trying to post to everybody come watch the, the live of Garrison at Galaxy's Edge. So now I got to get back to the right shit. <laughs> All right, me, here man. we go. Here we go. It only takes one decision to decide the direction of the galaxy, a decision that will influence the outcome. But if that decision went the other way, reality as we know it would change forever. The galaxy would be on a different course. Things that have happened would cease to exist. A new narrative would be etched into creation. So we are going to analyze those other possibilities when we ask, what if? Okay, so the new segment is What If. We're not going to get a What If Star Wars edition on from Disney because they just suck and they won't put it out. So we're going to do one on this show. And the new segment of the show, I'm going to ask a question. And we're going to try to create some stories based on what if these possibilities happen. What if these decisions was made different? What if these actions was made different? So the first one I got is, what if Qui-Gon killed Maul on Naboo? How would that have changed the Star Wars universe? Go, CJ. Anakin wouldn't have went to the dark side. Palpatine would have been discovered. Qui-Gon <laughs> was so in tune with the Force. That shit wouldn't have happened. Just think about it. And Anakin wouldn't... The thing is, is Qui-Gon is so okay with having feelings and, like, having attachments that Anakin would have been able to go and get his mother later on as he grew and saved her sooner. I don't think Qui-Gon would have... I don't think Qui-Gon would have pulled an Obi-Wan and been like, no, you stay there. No, Qui-Gon would have been like, yeah, go ahead. We'll go. No big deal. I think it would have really adjusted Anakin's upbringing um, and really adjusted the way he was raised, particularly because at the time when Obi-Wan became his master, Obi-Wan still wasn't quite ready, not really, and he only became Anakin's master because of Qui-Gon's death. And if Qui-Gon had survived and defeated Darth Maul, I think, especially because Qui-Gon believed so aggressively in the prophecy that Anakin was the chosen one, he would have worked so hard to keep him on the... And like CJ says, allowing him to see his mother and... But I think the defeat of the defeat of Darth Maul. What would that have done? Okay, now let me explain to you guys what happened sooner. I would let me explain to you guys what really happened. So this is what's going to happen. You got to understand that Palpatine is always working on things. He's always working behind the scenes. So he had already been working on getting Dooku to transfer to the dark side before Maul ever got killed. Dooku was already working on that. You got Palpatine and Dooku. Dooku being Qui Gon's master. They would have got Qui-Gon. He was already on the avenue of in between the light and the dark, so they would have got him to go to the dark side. So then it would have been easier for Anakin to get transferred because his master, which was Qui-Gon, would have went. And I think that they would have killed Obi-Wan right off the bat. They would have just got rid of him real quick. Obi-Wan would have never been... uh, You got to think about it. Realistically, logically, that would have been a path because Qui-Gon was already working on that path to the dark side. He was already following his master, disobeying the Jedi Order, disobeying the rules doing that stuff so he was already on the path if he wouldn't have got killed it would not have been too hard for palpatine and his master which was dooku to convert him to the dark side Mm. then he would have converted anakin and then they would have just been a big sith legion again what bane didn't want and they would have conquered the galaxy anyway but there wouldn't have been no darth vader (laughs) there wouldn't be no luke or leia there wouldn't no. be no Luke or Leia. None of that shit would have happened. I mean, I don't know. Anakin was pretty in love with Padme. There might be a kid or two out of that, but there's going to be some dark-ass kids. They might. It, it might have been a destiny thing. You know, they were just destined mm. to be together. You know, that could always been a possibility. Just like, oh, just some way <laughs> fell in love with each other. 
like I'm Padme sorry, turned how did that to the, the, the ah the dark queen of the <laughs> Sith or some shit, even though she had no force ability. Oh, I it's, don't know. it's very much one of those scenarios that would have completely rewritten the story. Like, there's no way to really tie it into what we know as the Star Wars story if that was the case. It, that's I think that's what makes this this segment so good is because like trying to just think about what would have happened. Like, dude, if Maul wouldn't have killed Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan wouldn't have flipped out, cut, you know, uh, Maul in half, this, everything would have been changed. And you got to look at it, it could have went the other way. Qui-Gon being such a stronger master and just knowing stuff and knowing his master would have been, you know, it would have just been a totally different subject all the way around because Qui-Gon is, 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 would have been a way better master. If you go back to the um, the book, um, what is it? Lost some, what was the name of the book? Lost some, Lost Planet or whatever it was. I can't remember which one it is. Mm. But Obi-Wan admits that he is scared of training Anakin. It scares him. You know, that's one of his fears is that he's not good enough to be Anakin's master. So a lot of the things that a, a, an experienced master would have been able to teach Anakin on how to control these abilities and how to how to do certain things and how to control his anger and all this different stuff. Obi-Wan wasn't able to teach him that. You know, how do you, I mean, you're like five years older than him, and it's like, he really is gonna listen to you. Compared to somebody like Qui-Gon, it's, you know, 20 years older than you just been had multiple, or at least had one other Padawan before you. He could have taught you a lot of different things. He could have taught you that control and everything. So then it could have been a whole different scenario of everything. Just imagine I mean, how story. powerful Anakin would have been if Qui-Gon would have taught him though. The amount of I power know. Anakin would have. <sighs> Just off also, that logic Kyle said right there, I think he'd be unstoppable. Also, the balance that Anakin would have, potentially, especially with Qui-Gon being sort of such a maverick, and teaching Anakin that he can be both like a powerful and good force user while still embodying his emotions and using his emotions. And I think, yeah, like CJ said, he, Anakin would be unstoppable. Terrifying, if you think about it. It's <laughs> There's so many different possibilities that it could have went, but I really think that they, because I think that Dooku would have would have went after Qui Gon. He that was his Padawan. Dooku loved Qui Gon. Like I mean, he says it in multiple books that how much he loved Qui Gon. And he st he sat there and pulled it up in Attack of the Clones. He's like, if only Qui Gon were here. Like I, yeah, that that's that's a lot of love. Like and I and we all know that we all know that um that uh. Uh, why is my brain not working? <laughs> um, we all know that, that Qui-Gon loved Dooku, and he was very upset about Dooku leaving the Order. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons he started disobeying, like, why did y'all make my master leave? He always looked at it as it was something that the Jedi Order did to Dooku that caused him to leave. So that gave him his defiance. So I don't think it would have been too hard for Dooku to the, to have converted Qui-Gon to the dark side. I don't think it would have been. He could have showed him logic why it was better and why that the dark side was going to prevail over the light side. And for a certain period of time, it did. And the book is uh, Rogue Planet, Star Wars Rogue Planet. Okay. <sighs> but it's, uh, I just, that's the way I seen it going. Like if you, if you could draw this out, it would be like, okay, Maul, Maul is dead. <sighs> So you got Palpatine, he's going after Qui-Gon. I mean, he's going after, but he's already been messing with, uh, I think Dooku had a lot to do with the, the cloners and everything on doing that. I think he had a lot to do. I think he was in the picture long before we ever seen him in Clone Wars. So I think that the, it, it could have went, I think that he would have been put, and then with him and Palpatine both on him, 
and the knowledge that both of them had I mean, a lot of people fail to realize Palpatine is not just powerful. He is wise because of his master. His master was a couple thousand years old. So with him being that age and all the knowledge and wisdom that was passed down to him and how wise Palpatine is. And then you got Dooku, which was very wise. His master was Yoda. You know, I don't think it would have been too hard. I don't think that they could have ever converted Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is just too straightforward. That was one of the things that Mm -hmm. him and Qui-Gon got just constantly butthead because Obi-Wan wanted to follow the rules all the time. And Qui-Gon was like, why? They're not even here. We're here. We're here in the moment. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit back and, you know, just do what you, you know, we got to do what's going to do to get our job done. Following these rules ain't going to get us to that point. Qui-Gon didn't, Qui-Gon relied a lot on wisdom and knowledge and just looking at and logic. He didn't Mm. so much rely on the force. He look at things logically like, why are we going to do a flip through this window and jump down this stairway and do all this stuff when we could just walk through the front door? Like, why, why are we going to do all that? I like um, Sydney's points that maybe Obi-Wan would have been more of a dick to Anakin. Like all the focused attention from Qui-Gon to Anakin, I'd feel left out. Yeah, but I don't know because Obi-Wan is just so force driven and following the True. rules. I don't think that he would have went that way. I think he would have been more like Anakin's like like a, a like a, just another mentor or brother or something like that. But also, if if Qui Gon didn't die and Maul was killed, uh, Obi Wan would have been considerably less traumatized because the death of Qui Gon is kind of what starts him losing the people that he loves, and he's 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 heartbroken and devastated over and over and over again. And if Maul hadn't been killed, the majority of those things wouldn't have happened. Hey, you know, Obi Wan might have went to the dark side because he, he could uh, at least yeah. got married to Sal, uh, Satine because Ooh. you know. Maul wouldn't have been able to kill her because he was dead. <gasps> so, oh, I mean, God, my heart. That relationship should have happened anyway. I don't care. I know. What I understand is why they make a big deal about not getting married and keeping it all a secret, but you got, you know, you got people that got five wives and, and yeah. they're part of the Jedi Order. Like, why is it okay for them to do it and not me? <laughs> like, there's this, uh, there's this thing. I'll see if I can find it as we talk, but uh, there's this little skit that uh, somebody sent me and it's like, uh, when Anakin finds out that uh, Padme is uh, pregnant, he likes running through the Jedi temple talking about, I'm going to be a father. I'm going to be a father. Mace, I'm going to be a dad. And they're all looking at him like, what the hell is this dude talking about? What do you mean you're going to be a dad? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll find it out and I'll try to post it or I'll try to bring it up during the show. But yeah, like what if that happened? Like what if instead of he just told everybody and they just came forward? You know, there's so many different possibilities of things that could have happened within the Star Wars universe. That's what I think is going to be the most fun about this segment. If we get to ex- we get to explore them, give different thoughts and ideas, you know, on what happened. I, I, you know me, I love a good discussion. Any excuse to talk. What's next? Yeah, what's next? Uh, what's next? What's next on the thing? Uh, I guess we got news and rumors. We have got a bit of news and rumors, but not too much this week. Where are we at? Uh, where is? <laughs> where is? Okay, news and rumors. I wanted to kick things off, especially as we have just seen a wonderful live video from Galaxy's Edge. Um, Galaxy, the Galactic Star Cruiser, the immersive hotel experience has been open to selective people, which means there's been a couple of reports coming through about the whole thing. And honestly, I know I criticized it, but it looks incredible. Oh my goodness. Would you guys go? Like, if money was no object, would you go? 
If money was no object, I'd be at Galaxy's Edge like two, three times a year. <laughs> Until I got bored with it. Money, if money I would go has so no objects, I would have one of everything. I mean, for the Galactic Star Cruiser, it's not just like you pack your suitcase and you go. When you arrive, there's costume options. You, you're fully invited to like dress up to play the part and be part of the experience. Like huge influences from Queen Amidala's wardrobe, um, loads of iconic looks from the prequels. It, the level of detail is so immense, and I think it looks so exciting. It's just very expensive. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's sort of like okay, so what was it? Last week we went to the movie. Me, the wife, and the kids. We went to the mm. or the, the child because I got a fourteen year old. He's not even a kid. A teenager. Um, they're still at home. But I went. We went to the movies. We went to see Eternals. And once you get the movie tickets, you buy popcorn. And I'm from the old school. You stick a whole bunch of pops in your sleeves and pockets and candy and shit. Sneak it into the theater because I'm yeah. about to be spending eight dollars on a box of candy. But after you get done, you spent a hundred dollars. It lasts for two hours. You're there for two hours. You spent a hundred dollars for two hours. I'm frugal as shit. And I'm like, I'm not spending. I don't want to spend a hundred dollars <laughs> on two hours. You know, that's two hours. That's fifty dollars an hour. So, that's a lot. So five grand for two and a half days is maybe a bit much. That's just yeah. That's just. It, it's, <laughs> it's not even two up. and a half days. It's literally <laughs> maybe two. I don't even think it was two yeah. after you read it off in that one episode. I swear it was like like a good twenty four hour period just broken up. Ah <sighs> uh, yeah. That's not counting the sleep. Lots of broken up, but then it, it also counts together as about two days, I think. Oh, but I'd still go. This is the thing. There's like there's there's dining and there's games and there's music and, and performances and storytelling and. If you oh. if that's a cruise, you should make it like a five day cruise. It should not. <laughs> it should not be. It's not a cruise though. It's a story. You're taking part in a new part of Star Wars. You put campus. me on a boat. I want to go down. <laughs> You'd rather do a Disney cruise? No, I'd rather do a Star Wars cruise. Hey, my sister, my sister took uh, her and her husband and my, uh, they took my niece and my nephew. They all went on a Disney cruise. My sister said that shit was the most fun she's ever had in her life. I, cruises are fantastic, honestly. She was like, only problem is me and I'm my luck, I'd be on the boat and that's the day that it would sink. Like a giant rogue wave would hit that shit and then it'd be like, oh yeah, this is the way I go out on this boat. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. I'll die, I'll, I'll die on this cruiser. <laughs> We have also had, um, I know, I don't know how big comic fans you guys are, but there's been something quite exciting happening in the comic world. Um, Dark Horse are returning to the Star Wars universe, Dark Horse Comics. Yes. It's been a long time since we've seen Thank these God. two titans of industry like work together. And we're getting, for coming from the spring of 2010, we're getting a High Republic all the way up to the First Order. And honestly, I think the Dark Horse Luke Skywalker comics are some of the best out there. I really do. Dark Horse puts out, you know, they they, they put out some good comics. They put a, they got some good books. This, you know, they're not Star Wars related, but they Dark Horse has put out a couple books. Mm. They was pretty good. Um, their movies, they have some halfway decent B movies. I'm not gonna say they're they're, they're great movies, but Dark Horse has done some pretty cool stuff. Um, I, I I just see it as a way of you know them being able to. Uh, them being able to, they should have never got out of the thing in a, out of Star Wars comics in the first place. I don't think they should have stopped making comic books in, hmm. in the first place. They had like some of the last, I'm not a big comic book fan, but you know, I've read a few comics and I've read some of the Dark Horse. I think that their, their, their storytelling was just phenomenal. You know, they were a lot better of storytellers than some of the, the, the Disney comic book 
Well, and the biggest like, thing with them is that they do all the research. They tear through everything and anything they can find just to make sure yeah. it is accurate. It is enriching. It's immersive. Like they want you invested in the comics, and that's why I love Dark Horse comics. Like a lot of their, I have a, a good chunk of their comics, Star Wars and whatever else. I can't. I haven't been through my comic books in forever, but I've always enjoyed it. And the fact when I saw that, I was like, yes. Finally, we don't get this Disney BS comic book. <laughs> don't get me wrong, Disney's been doing pretty good lately. No, I respect but that. But Dark Horse has a better grip on comic books. They are specifically comic books. They don't focus on toys. They don't focus on t-shirts and uh, Disneyland and all that crap like Disney does. Dark Horse is just, hey, we got writers for this, you know, this comic. What do we want to throw in it? How dark do you want to make it? How good, you know? And they literally, at 10 to 1, they have a meeting room and they put it on a board and they get the right story, the right stories out. And I like that a lot more than some mm. random Disney creator thinking that, never mind, I'm not gonna complete that sentence. Speaking well, this is of- the thing is, you know, people get, I'm sorry. No, um, no, no, go ahead. You know, a lot of people, writers write, you know, and then you have an editor that comes in and tells you if your shit sucks or not and they like it. So. A lot of it falls down onto the editor. Does the editor believe in what, or does he like what you are saying? Because, you know, a writer might write something that's phenomenal, but the editor be like, I don't like this. And then they don't ever put it out. And then a lot of times you can go online. If you go onto some of the, um, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Um, uh, I don't know where it's at, but there's a couple mm-hmm. websites that you can go to that have like Star, Star Wars writings. And it's like people that upload their short stories and books and different stuff on there and you can go through and read them. I've read some fantastic short stories and fantastic books off of these websites because this is just somewhere that writers basically they turned this in and they said it wasn't going to it wasn't going to do no good. The editor said that we can't sell this or this is not going to going to work and then they don't ever put it out so they put it out on these websites and some of the best stories that i've ever read that have to do with star wars are on these sites i'll send i'll put a link in the description for everybody to i'll have to find it but um it's in one of my bookmarks i got 40 bookmarks up here on the top of the Mm -hmm. computer screen so i don't know which one is in but i'll find it and i'll put it up there and y'all can go read some of these stories there's some fantastic star wars stories on some of these sites that are just they'll blow your mind how good they are and the directions that they take, like who, who could even think? I mean, that's kind of like what what if is about. Mm. Just imagine, what if it went this way, but it's in it's in a book form or a comic form or something like that, and was just posted to a site. I mean, if if, if Disney was smart, they would go to some of these sites, take some of these short stories, and make a what if, because a lot of the stories are like what if stories. It's like what if this didn't happen, you know? And this 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 person made this decision something differently, and it went down this whole other path. And they write in a complete story of what happened. And it's like, holy crap, I would never even have thought about nothing like that ever. You know, I would have never thought of something like that. Like Han Solo, like ends up being like in, end up being Jabba the Hutt. You know, he ends up taking over the entire crime syndicate. You know, the I think it's called, um, I want to say it's by uh, Crystal Patterson. And it's, uh, what is it? It's, um, I can't remember the name of it. I'll find the name of it. But, uh, no, I think it's called um, uh, 12 Parsecs is the name of the story, but it's literally a whole different like avenue of where Han Solo, like after the after the, um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, when he's leaving in the beginning, he actually leaves and he doesn't come back. And he goes and ends up like taking over the entire crime city kit and oh. him and Chewbacca's running everything. And, you know, they're, I mean, the story is phenomenal. 
It is phenomenal. The story, the, the, her writing is phenomenal. I don't know how she didn't ever get to publish this book, but it is, it is, it's, it's fantastic. And it, I guarantee she's a writer for someone like Disney or some, uh, you know, something like that. Cause the, her writing, you can tell that she's a writer. She writes for a living and, but her story never made it. So she just posted it online. And there's a lot of those on these, on these websites. Before I launch us into the quiz, uh, speaking of Star Wars creators, rumors, rumor has uh, industry insiders have been stating that Rogue Squadron's delay, as we all know, it's been delayed indefinitely, isn't necessarily due to scheduling issues, but more to do with creative differences, I a lack that. of agreement on script between Jenkins and Lucasfilm. And off the back of this, which I thought is also quite interesting, um, people are questioning whether Ryan Johnson's trilogy still has any footholding. And whilst he publicly has stated that he's still writing it, doubtful it seems to be that they've cut quite a few projects or are planning to cut. I don't... How do we feel? I do not think that... Okay, Ryan Johnson went out of his way to write a bad movie. And then he admitted that he sabotaged it intentionally. Yeah, he openly said... I'm going to fuck this up for JJ. There is no coming back from this. This is literally a voice recording of him saying that. He's like, fuck JJ Abrams. I hope he can't recover from this. And, and it's crazy. So if, why would they ever give him a damn trilogy? Like that doesn't make any sense. And in all, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's only been a good director because of the good crews that, ha that have been put behind him and the good acting that he has been able to portray in his movie. If he didn't have the, the people behind him to do the things in the movies that he does, he did. From everything I read, he is not a true director. He's not a, a Steven Spielberg or George Lucas or J.J. Abrams that goes in and directs the film. He goes in there and says, what do you guys think we should do? And then everybody comes together creatively and creates an awesome movie, which he didn't do for the thing. He wrote that shit. He, he just destroyed the Star Wars everything kills luke skywalker i mean the sorriest possible way ever like dude just disappears because he used the force projection of himself you know like dude this dude force projected star destroyers and shit you know <laughs> in the book so yeah but you killed him by him doing it to just himself like that's just stupid but you know anyway he 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 admitted that he did he made the bad movie so why would you give a person that admittedly sabotaged a movie another chance like i don't get I, I i just can't fathom why anybody would do that I, I don't think disney is i think he's just blowing smoke up everybody's ass trying to keep them intrigued i don't think disney's done it for him i don't think disney wants him back honestly no i i think i, I, I think he's agree. i think he's pulling and i'm gonna say this i think he's pulling uh who played cara dune what's her name gina carano I think she he's pulling a Gina Carano. I think he's just mm. going to keep blowing up, blowing smoke up people's asses. He's lying yeah, Did y'all see her? I guess she posted the other day that she's already been casted for Mandalorian season four. That she she posted something or said something about no, she's already she been hasn't. casted. No, and I'm like, we've been everywhere. The only thing that I have seen that I'm has sorry. happened was the Sabine Wren casting. I'm a yeah, that's that's been Thank everywhere. Thank you. I'm Thank a drop. That's been everywhere. That's that so is, exciting. I oh saw my goodness. that yesterday and lost my mind. I'm like, cool. So you can cast the voice yeah. actor for Sabine Wren, but you can't do it for Ahsoka. That's fine. That's cool, I guess. We'll just let that slide. Um, but uh, that was awesome. I think that is probably a smart decision. She is a spitting image. I love that they do the likeness. 
when they do the voice mm. acting of the characters. No, um, absolutely. I and she looks, I mean, when I was looking at the picture, I'm like, dude, she looks like she could be Sabrina. Yeah. So it's like, that's just a, that's one of those things when you're sitting back as a director and you're looking at things and you're like, why are we even talking about this? Look, she looks like her. It's her yeah. voice. She looks like her. Why are we wasting time? And I guarantee that th this has probably been in set for, th th this was already done a long time ago. They just now released the information. Oh, yeah. I guarantee for all, probably from the beginning, they was like, oh, Sabine? Oh, yeah, we already know who Sabine's going to be. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, we didn't hear a lot of rumors or anything about other people going to, you know, I I, I tried to go try out for Sabine Wren. You didn't hear Hell no. that. Hell no. no. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hear none of that. So it means that they never had a casting call for it. You know, Disney they weren't like doing... Something. They're patient. They, <laughs> yeah, you know they weren't trying out for this thing like Ezra. They were trying different people out for the 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 person mm. for Thrawn. They were trying different people out for that spot. You don't hear none of that for Sabine. Nope. We didn't get a whole lot of that. You didn't hear anything about that. And then all of a sudden, everybody was like, "Oh, it's her." Uh, well, duh. You know, man, like you're not telling me anything I didn't already know. I've been assuming that it was going to be her, but. I mean, that's just, but that all falls back into the umbrella, under the umbrella of, you know, that's the way that, um, that Disney does it anyway. They, they ain't going to tell you, they ain't going to tell you what's going on. I have a couple things. And you do? Yes. Uh, Disneyland dropped Life Day merch. They did. Yeah, as we saw on the, the beginning of yeah, the Yeah, we saw a little sample of that on Garrison's wall. Yeah, through. I was trying to get Garrison to go up to the mannequin. Because Chewie <laughs> in a red, in a big-ass red dress makes yeah, my day. it's not a dress, it's a robe. Uh, it looks like a dress. It's um, a robe. <laughs> they gave us a painted Rancor, if people aren't oh, paying attention. Oh my god, if, if, uh, if there's any way you could pull that up on screen, because she is beautiful, yeah. she is incredible. I have it on my phone, that's about it. Let, 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 let me see, I I'm pretty sure I can do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. While he's doing that... Disneyland also dropped three exclusive boxes. You have an all droids box, where you get like K2SO, a, uh, a BB-8 unit, you get the little pit droids, uh, the mouse droid, and then you get a droid from uh, the banking clan. I can't remember. That's sweet. You get a first order box, which comes with Hux and two <gasps> droids and a Stormtrooper. Yes. <gasps> there it is. In its glory. Oh my god. Um this is only a first paint, so obviously like final results will vary, as I heard in the live stream, but it is so, so beautiful. the detail I think there's like fifteen plus something like articulation points, like the fingers and the hands and I'm totally okay with that. And it's got like a forty two inch arm span or something stupid. Like it it's huge. <laughs> Yeah, that's big if we got a 42 inch arm spring. <laughs> like, holy crap, that's big. I'm gonna double check. I'm gonna uh -huh. double check my facts. Hang uh -huh. on. And then the last box that Disney dropped was a creature's box. You get the Quaiki and Monkey. You get the. Uh, I was correct. 42 inches wide. Jeez. That is huge. That's mm -hmm. big. Inches. That's yeah. almost four yeah. feet wide. Yeah. What? 42 inches? Because 48 inches is four Boy. feet, so. 42 inches, that's almost four feet arm span. Jeez. Like, that's huge. And I, and I want to spend the money on this. Oh, God. Uh, you're looking, if you want to back it, you need about 328 pounds. So whatever that is converted. No. That's about $500 our money. Because nope. I don't know what it is. 
Our money is like, why the hell is our, why, oh no, it's, wait, if it's third, no, it's less than, no, wait, is it less than, no, y'all's money is worth more than our money, because when I got to your book, it was like, like for me to get it, it was like 18 bucks for me to get it for you, it was like 48 bucks, I said, holy shit, that's a lot different, like, crap, really, $48 for a book, this a book, you're like, oh, but, but she wants it, so I got it for you. Yeah, I just, I want to say a huge thank you to Kyle for getting me this. <laughs> She's all like really hesitant about the book. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, what am I? Oh, wow. What it's is your so beautiful. And it's been really, really difficult to find over here. Like almost impossible. So like there was like 40 you. different Amazons and, e and eBay things for us to get it. They're everywhere over here. Yeah, that's dope. I can go to Barnes and Noble and find it. Yeah, probably. Sure you probably find it at Walmart. <laughs> probably go to Walmart. It's in their book. No, I keep... Do you have any idea? Walmart. Do you have any idea what I would give to walk into a Barnes and Noble? Do you have any idea why I would sacrifice to go into a bookshop like that? Oh. I don't have bookstores over there like that. We do, but not as big. The biggest bookstore is Foils in London, which is like five stories. But we don't have like Barnes and Noble. <laughs> wow. You Barnes have to go and all Noble ain't even beginning. that big. <laughs> yeah, Barnes and Noble is like one floor. It's a one anyway, floor. Anyway, <laughs> is it is it time for the quiz? Can I rip you all to pieces? Yes, and we have something new for the quiz. We do. Well, now you insufferable womp rats, it's time for Charlie's impossible quiz. <laughs> I love three P. Uh, oh, shout out to three PO for that. Love it. I tried to combine both of them, but it was too long. Yeah. I took the other one, but I was like, man, this is too long. Because when you sent me the other audio, I was like, oh, this is dope. I'm going to put this all on there. But then I was putting on, I was like, dang, this is too long. We need, it. We need it quicker. I'm like, you know, because we got like the what if one, I was trying to get under 15 seconds, but it just wasn't working. Like, I can't say what needs to be said. Nobody's going to understand what it means if I do it like that. <laughs> it got to be longer. Like, shit, man. I, and I tried for like three days. I was working on that shit. And I almost had it finished. I thought it was going to work. That's when I first said something to you guys about it on the chat, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, dude, I'm not, they're not even going to understand. I don't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, it got to be longer. It, 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 I can't get it shorter. But then when I was doing this, I didn't want to have to redo the whole video part for it. So I was like, damn, it's already short. So I was like, if we use just the first part and just let it come out, yeah, it'll be fair. fun. Because, oh, like, if you. Royal Farm Boy's excited for the quiz. No, Google. Let's go. You know he's gonna cool. Google. Yeah, cool. he's Google. He's Google. <laughs> Nobody knows Someone's, all this shit. Yeah, somebody's somebody. Uh, 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 he might. Him, he if might we know. Keep bullying him. He's not gonna keep joining in. Not bullying. It's it not bullying. It's it, it, it's interacting. <laughs> We're not bullying. We just don't know how the hell he knows all these answers. <laughs> I want to know. Like, does he have like just this vast? He got the ultimate quiz book. Brian. He got the ultimate quiz book. <laughs> he got like Charlie, every quiz Charlie's question just ever. DMing him the answers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> question number one. Who was Grand Moff Tarkin's chief personal aide aboard the Death Star? Darth Vader. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's who the hell he was answering to. <laughs> or they was arguing all the time about Vader something. choked him out. Side note to Rural Fanboy, um, you are more than welcome to because you do a hell of a lot better than this lot do. I will repeat the question. Who Ow. was Grand Moff Tarkin's chief personal aide aboard the Death Star? I don't know. You don't know? No guesses? It's CJ. Director Critic. No. Oh. It was Chief Bast. I don't even know who the hell Chief who Bast the hell was. That? <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Question number two. Who asked, who asked, this is a quote, 
Who's the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? CJ? Obi-Wan. Yes. I know. I remember that. I remember that Nicely one. done. Nicely <laughs> done. Finally, a point after three episodes. Whereabouts on Hoth was the ice cave located where the Wampa intended to consume Luke Skywalker? Where? Yeah. Where on Hoth? I can't give you a geological <laughs> <laughs> You should know. My favorite part was Han kissing Leia in the hallway and pointing his finger. Ah, ah. That that that, that was my shit. Luke getting attacked by Wampa. Nobody got any guesses. The ice cave is located in the Lanteel Glacier. Like, who's gonna know that? Like, like don't nobody know that. This is Charlie's like impossible a, quiz. It's impossible. like, that's, that's, that's like, <laughs> like, we gotta know the geography, we gotta know the continents and shit on the hearth. Who's gonna, it's a big ice planet. It's a, a giant glacier. It's in the glacier. That's my answer, the glacier. <laughs> it's somewhere on the planet. That's how I'm gonna answer that. <laughs> Question number four. Who is the only person to have ever performed a memory wipe on R2-D2? Who's the only person to ever do a memory yeah. wipe? K Kyle? Uh, I don't know if he did it. Like, are you asking personally? Like him personally doing a memory wipe? No, somebody did a memory wipe to R2-D2. Who was that person? It was um Organa. No. CJ? Captain Antilles. No. Oh, it was a. Well, didn't Organa do? Didn't Organa um say that uh he was like wipe these droids my memories? Yeah. We know better than that. We know for a damn fact he did not wipe R two. Come on. So the only person to have ever performed, and I will say this is a partial memory wipe on R two D two was Cad Bane. Oh yeah, when he kidnapped him. Yeah. The Cold Wars. He did yeah, a memory wipe yeah. on him. Yep. Oh. Because, because R2-D2 was so resilient, he didn't lose all of his core memories and all of his core information, so he was able to be restored. I told you. See, that right there gave me... That, that verifies the fact that R2 did not have his shit wiped. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, Question... Oh? No, I was, I was looking at some. I was going to try to... I'm, I was trying to figure out how I could just send, send a Royal Farnborough an invite to the show. So if he was oh, to come on him. here. But I can't figure out how to do it. Uh, question number five. Uh, Figurin Dan of the modal notes, of Figurin Dan of Figurin Dan and the modal notes, what species is he? Oh, you're talking about the jizz band. I am. The big lip species. <laughs> He's you know, an alien. <laughs> you know, after CJ's answer, I'll decide if you get the point or not, CJ. <laughs> no, he's got it. Give it you to know, him. I, Give it to him. That was awesome. Their, their species is Bith. So, if considering you said Big Lip, I'm going to give you a point because it's chat. pretty close. No, you can't drop the link in the chat because everybody else wants to. Yeah, join. then everyone else will join in. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through this. Am I holding off to see if we can get Rural Farm Boy in to absolutely thrash me? I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to send him just a message. Let me see if I can go in through private messages. I mean, screw it. Hey, you can put the user in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty corner for you. Hey, Charlie, check the chat. I'm checking the chat. I'm going. I can't believe we've paused in the quiz. This is very unprofessional. Uh, this is going to be unprofessional just for you. <gasps> there you go. Let me, let me share the screen. Let me share the screen. <laughs> Let me share the screen. I love his comment. <laughs> oh my god, look at Harrison, you're so sweet. I know it's hard for y'all to see that here. Let me, let me, let me. It's right, it's right, it's right, it's right, it's right, it's right. Oh my goodness. Oh! 
She does look gorgeous. I love that costume. <laughs> why? I wonder why. She <laughs> now Charlie's gonna be at home it's, analyzing the the camera so she can. This is this is uh, the last Jedi costume as she wears um, in the throne room scene when she's wearing like the brown tunic, which is actually one of Kylo Ren's tunics. Fun fact. Um, but this is a slightly different version. This is known as Batu Ray because she has um, the throne room costume on, but she has the Jakku hair. She has the three buns instead of like half up, half down. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Question number six. Which Astromech droid series oh, oh. was referred... Oh. oh That's wow. all right. We only got everywhere. We only got four <laughs> listeners. It's fine if people want to join in. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll bring everybody in. We don't care. It is it is Ben's tunic. She stole it from the Falcon. Really? Uh, yeah, the That's brown cool. tunic she wears in the fight scene. It's Ben's. She nicked it out of the Falcon. Why the oh, hell would Han have that in the Falcon? Uh, yeah, like his son's a punk. <laughs> yeah, Ben's been in there, but I just don't see him like you like like dude like Han being like, man, screw this dude, man. I'm throw this throw this crap out. No, <laughs> I think Han and Leia are very so. Ooh. Oh, there he! Ooh, oh, 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 there he is! There we There's go. Crew. Hello, hey. welcome. How's it going? How's the hat? Welcome to Charlie's Impossible Quiz. Um, thank you thank have you. been absolutely flooring me the entire time you've been joining our streams. I don't know how you do it. Hey, some I people just. Our theory was wrong, by the way. Yeah, I know it was. Theory <laughs> <laughs> concerning. Do we want to throw it oh, out there? We, we, we thought it was a, a previous member of LSR that was just, that was coming on and just Googling uh, everything. Yeah. So they could, because I was like, dude, they got to be Googling. There's no way they know all these answers. Again. And we thought well, it was and, a previous member. Yeah, we thought we thought it was the previous person that was on with us that was doing well, it. I've had it since your first episode, and I don't recall there being a previous member of LSR crew. So if you go and you listen on Spotify, we actually have like, I don't know, 18, 17 or 18 podcasts up before we started doing the live. Mm. Ah, So if you go back and listen to him, there was a gentleman named Mark that was a part of our LSR, but he decided to, that he didn't want to be on the show anymore or he didn't want to, I, I, you know, it's kind of hard for me to remember exactly the reason there was some reason that he didn't want to do it. I think it was because we was talking about going live or something like that. And, uh, so he parted ways with us Mm. and, um, we just thought he was some, using another name and coming on and getting all the answers, and we're like, dude, there's like, there's no way, man. It has to be him. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not. I'm glad it's an actual fan. But then I want to return to the questions. Yes. Yes, Question number six. <laughs> Which astromech droid series was referred to as, and I quote, a meter tall stack of the worst business decision you could possibly want? Okay, re, re- say the question again. Yeah. Which astromech droid series was referred to as a meter tall stack of the worst business decision you could possibly want? Uh, that was on Clone Wars season seven. It was the um the uh the uh the armor droids or whatever. The um they were they were supposed to be like the um construction droids, but they were actually set up as a um as a uh, like the uh, destroyer droid or um not destroyer but um. You uh, are like incorrect. I'm just gonna say R5 units. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Good on you, CJ. Had me on uh, that one. I have two. I have two now. Yeah, two. I have two. Oh, also, rural farm boy, we just we just stick our hands up in the air if you know the answer, and if I see you, I see you. 
This uh, is yeah. this is one of this is one of my favorite questions. Question number seven. Dylan said R two. R two close. No, R two is far too precious. What is Sebulba's most prized possession? Say that one more time. What is Sebulba, as in pod racing Sebulba? What is his most prized possession? I'll take a shot at this. Real farm boy. Anne and Tan, his two Twi'lek slaves. How did you? Wow. Yes. I know Star Wars sometimes. Straight up. Uh, sometimes? You mean all the time? The Bulba owns two Twi'lek mas- masseuses and they were twins. Wow. Is that the is that the girls that was in the uh, in the Boba Fett video? No. <laughs> I, I, think, I wouldn't mind getting a massage by them. Do you think do you think they do massage with their leku? Just putting that out there. No, um, because so the thing with the leku. No, I'm gonna explain this. It is very, very personal for a Oh yeah, they're very sensitive. To, well, yeah, that it, you have to be really connected with the, the twig to touch their their lakus. You have to Aww. be really connected with them. If you read Last Shot, it explains why, uh, you know, Lando mm-hmm. fell in love with this twig yep, and yep. how it's a personal thing. Most twigs will chop your freaking hands off if you touch yeah. them. So, Wow, damn, I touch your, to, to your head tail and you cut my hand off? That's jacked yeah. up. <laughs> off of your hand. No, no touchy. Question number eight. This one's a bit easy, I think. Uh, how many pilots does an ATAT require? CJ? Three. No. Oh. Rural farm boy? Yeah. One. There we go. Actually, Two one pilot and one for gunner. So technically, yeah, that would be one. Yeah, but you need, I guess you need both to make it. I don't know. Um, Question number nine. Before the creation of Commander Rex, who was intended to be the main clone trooper in the Clone Wars series? CJ? Cody. No. Was it Fives? Not Echo. Got me on this one. Was it Wolf? No. No. I, I would think Wolf, though. That would, that was, I didn't want to say Wolf, but I could have, th- with, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I could see it. Dave Floney mm-hmm. loves Wolf so much. Um, yeah, I don't know. So originally, wow. It was meant to be a character called Alpha 17, um, who is just a Republic Command clone. However, Lucas Lucas already had Anakin and Ahsoka, and he didn't want another, and R2. He didn't want another character whose name started with A, so it was Rex. Wait a minute, that- Bit of an odd one, but- This ain't even a real character. You can't be asking us questions about people that's not even real characters. (laughs) That's not fair. He's not even a character. He's He's not even a whole Wikipedia page. He has a whole but he has no movie. Or he's not in any of the movies. He's not in any of the in the animated series. Nobody's ever are heard you, of Alpha Seventeen. Are you are you really coming after my quiz questions? No, uh, I'm no. Sure. There we go. No, Thank yeah, you. I'm That's good. the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Question number ten: What is the name of the actor who replaced Kenny Baker as R two D two from The Force Awakens onwards? Jimmy B. Boy? Yes, Jimmy V. Oh God, Kyle, oh, CJ, that's rubbish. Hey, I Question have two points. Hey. You do have two points. That is true. Question number 11. I didn't 11. get one point. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 11. What did Wicket do that got him banished from all Ewok rituals? Uh, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not going to say uh, it. I was going to say did. something so stupid. Kyle. He didn't kill Leia. No. Jizz is not write, the answer yes, for every question. Yes, I was about to say that too. Yes. <laughs> Doing an absolute thank you. You beat me to the punch. I was going to say, didn't invite the jizz music in. Um, 
I'll try again. Oh yeah, Nick has a point. I'm going to bring this up. Uh, Alpha 17 is from the Dark Horse comics, so he is part of the Star Wars universe. Sit down, shut up. <laughs> you are Nick, I don't need this! <laughs> he um, is a real character. Does anybody have any guesses what? Did you have a guess, Rural Farm Boy? Not off the top of my head, because this is no. making me wonder, is this Legends or is this canon? Because it sounds I can't tell you. <laughs> so, the reason Wicket the wicket was the reason the wicket the reason wicket was banished from ewok rituals is because he spoke out against our favorite ewok chief Logray, who was practicing dark magic oh this is legends he, yeah it is legends he stood up for his ewok tribe and said no this is bad and they went you can't be part of this anymore <laughs> no the but chief was chirping the chief mm. was chirping Logray was the medicine man oh my bad my bad that's my oh we're getting <laughs> Our final question, which I think is a brilliant question. What is the name of the jizz band created by the former members of the Max Rebo band shortly after Jabba the Hutt's death? Hmm. What is the, the name of the just, members? I just want to say Garrison's name now. <laughs> money in the jizz. So <laughs> after Jabba the Hutt died, several members of the Max Rebo band reformed under a new name. What was that name? <laughs> Uh, the Jizz Whalers. No. <laughs> oh, Jabba's Demise. Jabba's Demise. That's a good suggestion. Jizz Squalers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Return don't of the Jizz. <laughs> no, the answer is, I think this is fantastic. The answer is the Palpatones. The Palpatones? What? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good one. <laughs> As this is, as this happens after Jabba's death, I wonder if we'll get a little bit of the Palpatones slash some jizz music in the Book of Boba Fett, which would make me super excited. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, that would make for an uh, excellent episode. Cause Rural Farm be... Boy, once again, you absolutely slammed everybody else. You've outdone yourself. Yeah. Well, let's turn this around, because I got a couple off the top of my head. Oh, God. Oh, yes. This isn't yes! the game. Uh, I'm know. totally go, fine with this. Go. Go ahead. Who, at the Battle of Yavin, was Red Four? I literally looked this up yesterday. Oh my goodness. Um, um I got, I got it. Maybe. Go. Porkins. <laughs> Porkins, yeah. <laughs> it was Porkins. <laughs> it was Porkins. Porkins was Red Six. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wasn't Wedge. The characters even listed in the credits. <sighs> Wasn't Wedge. I have no, I am, I have no idea. Nah, oh, because Wedge was on uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, He's also the second, also the second pilot after Porkins to go down. His name is John D. Brandon. Oh, yeah, I would never have got that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe this one will be a little easier because the character is seen on screen, has a line, and is even mentioned at, during the Battle of Hoth by Luke. Who is Rogue for? Time to go into brain cinema mode. Let me just watch the film and fast forward. Hang on. <laughs> I don't know. God, you're kicking our ass. This is insane. I need you to write the questions for me. <laughs> <laughs> Luke mentions him by name, but not by call sign. Somebody help me out oh. here. Oh, no. God. Oh, well, oh, his name is Derek Plebeian, but you know him as Hobby. Oh, of course. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for somebody that has listened to every book of Star Wars, and I am terrible at these quizzes. Yeah, when I first suggested that we do the quiz, you were all ready to flex on me and be like, I've read all the books, I know all the information, I've got all the knowledge. 
and I've lost. No, more you than do come else. up. You do come up with some pretty, pretty dang good questions, sir. Charlie. Bless you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Like it questions about people that don't even exist. They do exist. <laughs> and Nick, you don't get older. Does you. not. <laughs> Comics don't exist. I just want to give Our a super quick shout out. The rights. I just want to give a super quick shout out to Crispy Seaweed Lauren. It was recently her 21st birthday. Happy birthday. I hope you had a fantastic time. Yeah. Happy birthday. Illegally drank here. Yeah. What? Well, I okay, I missed that. What did y'all just say? <laughs> <laughs> CJ noted that Lauren would be able to drink in America in some states because I don't know if the drinking age changes. It's all the same throughout. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. She could get drunk at like the age of like three in Germany. Just go to Germany. You, you know, there's yeah, no age fair. limit over there. Ireland, as long as you can see over the bar. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. I think that was a fabulous episode of the quiz. Thank you so much, Rural Farm Boy, for joining us. That was a wonderful and, little treat. And it's been a special episode. Oh, yeah, this my was goodness. a great episode. We had yeah. so much going on in this episode. Yeah, Royal Farm Boy, you can come back anytime. Just let us yep. know. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's invited to come in. That's what, that's the biggest part about us doing live. Everybody's invited to come in. Y'all want to join in with us? Just let us know, and we'll let you come on. And we we enjoy talking with other Star Wars fans. That was the whole point of this. We Charlie, we're a friendly bunch, I promise. We do crack a lot yes, of jokes. They <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Well, whichever one he is, is running the LSR Twitterverse. Keep an eye out there because there's some spots and places through parts of this weekend that other friends do live chats. And I've been trying to build up a little, what I call live chat crew, where we can go into their chat and then make Hi. a whole bunch of other friends. Cause a bunch of them are friends from my playlist. You know, I listen to a lot of pods <gasps> and I share them all out. And then some of them go do things just like this here. So you want to make some more podcast friends come jump in live chats. They're a hell of a lot of fun. CJ. Some of them I'm moderating what? for, and a few of them are across the pond over there with you, Charlie. Hey. Looks so like a bit of UK I, uh, I can't pronounce that name. It's the crispy. Crispy seaweed. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, in Germany, <laughs> huh? You want us to meet up in Germany, huh? Star Wars Germany, yes. Um, I just wanted to point out, Nick reminded me, I want to do a quiz special episode, so I want a whole episode that's like a picture round, a sound round, who's this Jedi? I want a whole episode, and I think we should get some oh, guests in, and that includes Rural Farm Boy, because damn, that man's got knowledge. I'm not yeah. even going to be able to compete! Hey, I'll make, a, I'll make an easy baby round, it's okay. Oh, no, man, that's, that's, <laughs> what makes it fun is I don't know the answer, so I got to come up with crazy antics. To, yeah, that's, you know. that's part of the fun. Give me bullshit answers. <laughs> Crispy Seaweed, we don't have a Discord server yet, but I think it's something we're planning on in the future. Yes. Yes, we are. We just got a whole lot of crap going on. So. We've got so much going on right now. We it's it about to get worse win. for me because Sway is going to be starting in, I don't know, about seven, eight episodes of Sway. I'm going to start going daily, so it's going to be a lot. Uh, I'm going to be working my ass off. Well, I'm guessing after nearly two hours of streaming, it may be time to say goodbye and farewell. I have had a fantastic time this week. As always, tune in next week for more hijinks and mischief from the crew here at LSR. Be safe, be kind, and may the force be with you always. 
to you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning into LSR. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. They're linked in the show notes below. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pick Film Media and is a Sway cast original, starring Charlie Harwood, Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Carl McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away. 